0: When David is Bacchus? <laughs> yeah, David <laughs> is Bacchus. When, he, when David is Bacchus in black? <laughs> oh! You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of
1: all is coming
2: up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the
1: glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Then I move to Canada.
0: And Tim. Probably not here we are on episode four of season two of barely in topic yay Mm. and we actually have nick and anthony back this week (laughs) yay!
1: (laughs) thanks for putting up with my uh technical difficulties two weeks ago listener appreciate it
2: my tour of the south is now complete so it's good to be back in the North Carolina.
1: <laughs> in the North Carolina.
0: Did you go to Alabama as well?
2: Uh, actually, I did not. Uh, I, I just went. I just went to West Virginia and South Carolina. So um, West Virginia. I, yeah, I was in Virginia for some of that, and a little stop in uh, Georgia as well, but mostly just West Virginia and South Carolina. So last week, you and Dr. Jeff were discussing Rhode Island hockey players and he and Jeff even went to mention oh yes i I wanted to mention the first overall draft pick from Rhode Island in nineteen eighty or whatever I'm like, whoa, guys, come on, you forgot the best the num- uh hockey player to come from Rhode island fro the 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 pride of wound socket first overall first overall draft pick in ninety five Brian Burrard, come on, come on, played for the Bruins I'm sorry, okay, that's all i
0: I don't know all of the Rhode Island you know." I'm going to write a book about Rhode Island hockey players. All uh, five yep. of them.
2: Got
1: a half Berard in there. Hey, that's more than New Hampshire.
0: Come on, you got Mark Fain, who's out indefinitely, and what's his name? Sch- uh, Schaller. Is My it Doctor Schaller?
3: Well-known scientist.
0: Yeah, Ben
2: yeah. fantastic.
1: <laughs> he scored okay. a goal last night. Yes.
2: That's yes. the only goal last night.
1: <laughs> New Hampshire outscoring Rhode Island. Ha ha. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's all. <laughs> yeah, they're on the same line,
0: right? Yeah. And, and... my boy who wrecked somebody on the ice last night. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah, sure was. I loved that hit. He is a
0: wrecking ball. He doesn't need to score the goals. He just needs to... Bang into people. That's not a really good so
3: he, he just needs to come in like a wrecking ball.
0: <laughs> <He does. laughs> Preferably with no. clothes on. Yes. Yes. All the clothes. You can wear all Unless the clothes.
1: Unless it's a Pop Goes Punk version, then yes. But not the original. Um of Wrecking Ball. Everybody
0: No, everybody needs to wear clothes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wrecking ball, so he gets it done. Noel Chari. He's
2: a good man. I enjoyed that game.
0: Yeah, oh god, we didn't even talk about a game of the week.
3: <laughs> Let's make it the one that they won. <laughs> yeah.
0: I guess we could do that. We did seem to watch that. I thought it was going to be the uh, Rangers one, and oh god, that was awful. So, And I didn't even watch the Wild one, because I said I wouldn't...
3: Oh, that was bad.
0: Was and the Rangers is.
3: one... The, the Rangers one was really, really bad, and... I cannot I'm pissed about it because those goals are not Zane's fault.
1: Zane Well yeah, one of them was.
3: One was. I'll give him I'll give you that. But he is he's no. An angel I thought, I thought he looked good in, front of
1: in that Rangers game. I thought he looked good.
3: That's why he's still up.
1: It is why he's still up instead of Malcolm.
0: Poor Malcolm. Poor Malcolm. And- I just you know it's It's really frustrating to see that he is not working out in his NHL games at all.
3: I think that injury that he had last year was really unfortunate. Just because going into the injury, he was playing out of his mind. Like he he had like a 10 game stretch where he was playing unreal for Providence. And then he gets that horrific injury and he just has been pretty bad this year.
1: Yeah, and he started the season off slow in Providence, too. Getting pulled in, what, two or three straight games?
3: And then getting pulled in Boston.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I just... I don't know what it's going to take to get him to work. Um, I don't know if it's going to be here. I, I don't know. I just... I want him to succeed. Uh, but I, I just don't know.
3: Change of scenery, maybe. I mean, at this point, I know we were all worried about him... Going into like the expansion draft, but if he still continues to play like this. He's not giving them any reason to take him in the expansion draft. So because he's playing so poorly, we might still end up having him. Maybe
0: it's all very deceptive. He's playing poorly, so he doesn't get put into the expansion draft. Or he's not a danger of being taken away from us. And then the expansion draft happens, and Mark andre Fleury is taken, and some other dude. And then he starts to play awesome, like he's a phoenix who's risen from the ashes. That's what's going to happen.
2: Maybe. Yes. Maybe.
3: <laughs> I'd rather have Zane rise from the ashes.
0: <sighs> <sighs> I
3: found my new replacement for Zvedi, and I'm very happy. Now, see, Zane.
0: what little I saw of him in Providence last year, I was really not impressed. I mean, was everybody's... Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just like, Ugh. you know, it's like when he had to have Jeremy Smith come in and relieve him for one of the games. It's like, oh, this is not a good thing. <laughs> you know, he was okay.
2: Yeah. Well, even when uh, the Bruins drafted him, was he a sixth round pick? Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think anyone really expected him to get this far. So, any any good play from him, I, I would say, is uh, is you know getting. In, you know maybe more than we bargained for well. i it, i just think it's a little bit scary or not scary it's it's disheartening that a first overall pick is performing at the same level of a uh six a six round pick a
0: first-round pick and a sixth Oh, pick. Yeah. Yes,
2: I misspoke. I misspoke, yes.
0: Well, you know, I just wanted to make sure that we said it correctly because he wasn't yeah. first overall. Who was no, no, he
2: wasn't yeah. even the first goalie drafted in that draft.
0: Yeah, I've heard some... Um, I don't even know who it was that was on the radio. It was somebody talking out their ass. It was talking about how, well, Subban's not, like, uh, playing at the level of the people that were drafted around him and stuff. And I'm like, you're going to compare, like, centers Uh. and wingers to goalies, right?
3: Right, Right. and it's, it's well known, too, that goalies take time to develop more than any other position. So he's still young. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's disheartening right now, but you still don't know if he can he still has a lot of time to turn around he still don't know what he is it's just it just stinks that he's playing so poorly right now because if the team decides to lose confidence in him so much that they just like you know let him go have him sign elsewhere and then he develops better somewhere else that's kind of like oh well if we had only kept him for maybe an extra year maybe we could be reaping these benefits rather than this other team
0: well, you know, there's another thing, and we seem to have jumped the gun on our our main topic of the conversation. So I'm kind of sitting here like I don't know if I want to continue on this line or or not. We, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. We're just yeah. yeah. this is our main conversation today, and we're just going to do things out of order because we can. Um, anyway, I, I just think yeah. that sometimes people learn in different ways at different times, and it I think it is genuinely harder for goalies and defensemen. More so than forwards. I mean, forwards, most of the time, the hard part is trying to get them to play some defense. You know what I mean? Uh, You don't really have to teach forwards how to score that much. But, you know, goaltending, it's like, it's about, there's like, there's a whole mental aspect to it. Because when goalies are mentally shaken up, forget it. They just Mm -hmm. don't play very well. You know what I mean? But anyway, I just... I really would like it not to have to happen to, to Suban that he would have to go somewhere else where he's going to learn better or have a better environment, and it's going to make him, you know, a better player. I just I kind of want it to happen here. But, you know, Asenza's technique might not be his, but I've heard that Zane McIntyre's technique is very similar to Asenza's, and that's why it's working out a little bit better for
2: him. Well, I, I think it also... Uh, involves that Zane plays a bit more typical style of a goalie, um, while Subban just has way more physical, athletic prowess, and relies up upon that, which, uh, as, you, as we're seeing right now, is not working all too well in the uh, NHL for him. But he's also two years younger than the Zane. If I can, I, can, I, can I call him Zane? The Zane, the <laughs>
0: Zanester,
2: the Zane, the Zane. The Zane. The Zane. Uh, I'm the president of Zaneland. There you go. So I, I still think there's a little bit of time for Subban, uh, but I, I I don't see him ever really uh, getting a starting or being the number one man in Boston. Uh, Chuka's going to be here for a while. So there's some there, there's there's a silver lining in all this. Hopefully we don't really need any of these prospects, because Tuca will just be good forever. Well, but see,
0: the reason why we're talking about this now is that Tuca has something going on.
2: I forgot. There goes my argument.
0: Well, you know, the four games that he's played, they won. So, you know, all the people who are like, Tuca sucks, fuck off. (laughs) Because he's, he's winning. Anthony, you're on mute
2: i think you were a little bit uh what
1: were you gonna say anthony oh Uh, in this in october um statistically worst month too yes he's been great right out of the gate and pun or rhyme not meant to be um (laughs) he's been great
0: but he's been injured I mean yeah. it's it's clear. It's the, they they tried to say the day to day and then we didn't see him for several games like what three or four games. So he's yeah. got something going on. Yeah. I've heard that it's a hamstring. My first thought was, "Oh no, it's a groin issue," which it you know, these are are common things that that plague goalies. So you don't want it to happen to your goalie.
3: No, and, and those way, go those, ahead, Tim. those can linger. Both of those injuries, whether it's a groin or a hamstring, so that's a little bit disheartening didn't didn't he also say he didn't feel a hundred percent and he wouldn't for a while? Yeah,
0: he said it would take like a month or two or something like that maybe a couple yeah. months mm-hmm. and that's that's a really difficult way to have the season go for you. So we're kind of forced into a situation where we have to use the younger goaltender, uh, the younger goaltenders, because Anton Kudobin, like,
1: broke his wrist or something. Yeah, in practice too. Looks like it was off the blocker or something. Yeah. So
0: we're kind of um, in uncharted territory. I think that's the best way to say it. We don't know what we have yet, and we're going to have to go through some choppy waters.
3: Come on, guys. Gonna, these goalies are going to be our bridge over troubled waters.
1: Oh. <laughs> I was trying to think of the pun, and then I couldn't come up with it. And that's why you're the master, Tim.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... I don't know. I mean, I was envisioning, like, Marco Polo going to China. (laughs) And I I didn't know how to put that together with goalies. (laughs) And then we'll get some really cool noodles. (laughs) I don't
3: know. Goalies are quirky. (laughs) I mean, Dobby likes just, like, getting pushed around in a shopping cart, so we can just, like, attach noodles to the shopping cart, and there we go. It's our little boat.
0: Well, he, he's also Asian. So that works. <laughs> God, are just terrible.
1: His charity looks fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him dressed as a Ninja so, Turtle, though. <laughs> anyway. Getting back to being on topic.
1: <laughs> We're barely on topic. Oh, my
0: God. Um, all right. So, so Tim, tell us about Zane. Uh, he,
3: I mean, he's an angel from God, first of all. Um, he is my new replacement for Svedberg, and I'm really happy. I was watching him play against the Rangers, and I just I really loved what I saw loved every bit of it and I'm on the Zane train and I'm the conductor (laughs) fucking let's go I am so happy with Zane couldn't be happier and I'm glad I finally found my Sveti replacement after a couple years of him being in the KHL oh Tim I'm happy
0: that you found Zane I think he's going to be better than Svedi eventually, um, and I'm glad that you've gotten over Jonas confining as well.
3: see the <laughs> thing the thing with these all have in common is Fedie was number one. Kemp was number forty one and Zane is thirty one It's all about huh. that number one, and it's all about Zane.
0: I thought that I thought that Svetbird was like seventy something. It was number one in
1: Providence.
0: <laughs> it was
1: 70 in Boston. It
3: fits the sef- narrative. <laughs> it does. It was 72 in Boston. But it fits the narrative.
0: <laughs> That's what's important. Narrative. Hashtag and
3: narrative. If you if you take Kemp and Zane, add their numbers together, you know what it yet? 72. Boom. Mind blown.
1: <laughs> wow. I mean, it's clearly confirmed. It's clearly confirmed (laughs) at this point. Okay. Okay. We hear that Tim's gone missing in Maine. We know who it did. Who did it? It was the Illuminati. Who did (laughs) I
3: I figured out their hockey. Just. Formula? Gibberish. Formula. Yep, Figured it out.
1: Dan Browning gets shit on you. What the fuck are we doing with this episode today? I love it. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I like, We're really unfocused. <laughs> Which, I like
2: Zane's uh, helmet. He's always had his old, his grandma McIntyre on the back on the back yeah, hit plate. He loves his yeah, I love that. How can yeah.
3: you how can you hate him? He loves his friggin' grandma. He is the man.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, I really totally dug his his last name before he changed it. Gothberg. Yeah, I liked it too. It's so Swedish, actually.
2: Um, but, so I mean, evi- evidently, his dad, Gothberg, was a bit of a jerk, so that's why he went with McIntyre.
0: Oh, no, no. I understand. I understand.
2: But, uh, no, I, I, too, enjoyed Gothberg. Uh, my, my buddy, who uh, just finished a job at University of North Dakota, got to see Zane Gothberg play a few times. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think, uh, I think your Bruins got a good goalie. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. And then we were all upset when he changed it to McIntyre. Like, that's so not, as, thought, not yeah. as endearing.
0: It was, it was kind of um, weird to me because I, I barely had a handle on him, and then his name changed, and I was like, oh, okay.
2: Uh,
0: and honestly, I, with a name like Zane, I, ins- I inspected hi- expected him to look like kind of crazy, but he looks like the most normal guy. And apparently, according to Justin Hickman, he takes forever to get ready. I found that in a tweet last year. Oh,
2: that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like I love it. Gotta make sure every piece is, is uh, pomaded into place. Yeah, you know, I don't have much hair, but you know, oh, oh, and gotta fix the glasses. Just so.
2: I mean, I'm looking at his picture. He he kinda of looks like one of the bad boys at the local grocery store to me. I'm Zane. And I heard him Yeah,
1: I didn't hear bad boy, I heard bad boy, and I was like, How are you a bad boy at the grocery store? He's a bad
0: boy at the grocery store. He's got his leather jacket on and his white t shirt and and he's folded up the sleeves of the t shirt and put a pack of, of oh, yeah. uh mentos in it. Um, cause he doesn't smoke And he you know... <laughs> He opens his drink Before the register Like he uh, is just
3: totally Off the cuff
1: Eating a single grape from the vine
0: <laughs> And not paying for it Um, he's a bad boy the bad grocery boy of store trees. Yeah,
3: um Every aisle has free samples in it Boom <laughs> <laughs>
0: He wants cereal. He just opens it up, grabs a handful.
2: Well, eats at, it. Uh, at uh, Trader Joe's, that's that is the case.
0: Well, what? he's the bad boy of the grocery store. Oh God!
2: <laughs> so he's not going to Trader Joe's.
1: Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's, he's going, going to Hannaford.
0: He's still the bad boy of the grocery store, and um, he's so quirky because he does things that nobody else does,
1: like watch YouTube videos. Yeah.
0: So so quirky. uh, just I don't know. Gullies are weird, and they think that what they do is is the weirdest thing of all. But they're weird for other reasons that they won't admit.
1: Like wanting to be hit with frozen pieces of rubber at ninety to a hundred miles an hour. I would I say that's probably say that. the the great.
0: weirdest part. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's number one. That's, that's the weirdest part of being a goalie is wanting to have that happen or allowing it to happen. You know? Um,
3: yeah, they're volunteering for that shit. They're just like, yeah, give it to me.
0: Hit <laughs> <laughs> hey me you with
3: you your best may shot. I have another.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, As a goalie myself, though, or albeit wrong sport, I was a keeper for soccer. I never understood why I was so enthralled with being a keeper. It's like, I'm just getting shot at, and it was awesome. Um,
0: nobody ever appreciates defensemen.
2: Well, ever. EA Sports says they typically overrate some of defensemen's overall stats on EA Sports hockey games.
3: Gotta be in Zanium in the cranium. Mm hmm.
0: Insane and rendering. It, When when we used to play street hockey in gym, there would be like two or three girls total playing it, and we were always relegated to defense. And because of the way that we played, we weren't allowed to cross the center line ever. Aww. It was kind of like most of the time just standing there, just waiting.
2: It's kind of lame. I was on a That's good lame. team.
0: I always huh. got picked by the good team. So, it's like not much I had to do, but when I did have to do stuff, I was pretty good at it. So, yeah. I'd be so
3: frustrated. I'd just shoot from center line all the time. I'd be like, fuck you. Well,
0: well, essentially, what would happen is the puck would get over there, and um, because there wasn't like the other lines, <laughs> because we were playing inside of like a <clears throat> basketball court, basically. It was kind of like, um, yeah, as soon as the, the, the ball came to me, I just shot it. I didn't really Good. connect on anything, but you know, that's what I would do because it was my chance to do something. Yeah, but I didn't play goalie ever. Uh, Not because they didn't trust me, but uh, quite frankly, um, I was faster. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Faster than the guy that ended up playing goalie. So, yeah. So anyway, okay. Goldberg. So is there anything else we want to say about uh, the young goaltenders or um, Tuka or Anton Khedobin?
2: Well, uh, I got one, one last thing. I think our uh, error to Tuca Rask whenever that time comes is not with this team. That's not thats not really that big of a statement, but um, maybe we got ourselves a future backup for Tuca, but I don't think we have a, a true Tuca replacement. So if Tuca does go down and never gets back up, we're screwed.
0: Right, right. And, you know... I think I can get behind that. I, I think that these guys were drafted and they'll be developed to whatever point they can be developed. And then they might not be with this team for whatever reason. Uh, I think finding goalies is really difficult, obviously. That's a dull statement. But, um, you know, I have my own doubts. Now, don't get me wrong here. I have my doubts about Tuca too. Not, I'm not going to say he's garbage or anything. I just have doubts as to whether or not he's going to lead you to the promised land. Um, I mean, he... you need a full team around you, and we don't have that. But, you know, um, I think that we what we saw was good a few years ago, but time's going on, and the closer, I mean, if we're not any closer to it, it's going to be harder for him to perform like that. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm not saying that Tuca's garbage. Please make sure that you know that. I just think that what we see with Tuca is what we get. And the window is not quite closing, but it's it's a little more close than it was. That's all.
1: Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down there.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. right
1: now for the Bruins, it's kind of like a situation like what the Patriots have, where you've got your quarterback. So if you draft a, you know, you're drafting a quarterback, you're drafting a backup, and, you know, you need someone who can fill in in those moments. But you're not, you're not really worrying about it, but you need to keep that, you know, I don't want to call it a revolving door, but that style in where you need to have somebody who can step up into that role if need be. And until until Tukorask looks like he's on his way out, you don't really need to worry about finding and developing that true number one guy. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the the youth are only being thrown into this right now because Kudobin's hurt. I mean, they would pull somebody up for a backup, obviously, but being a backup who sits versus someone who's thrown into a game it's very different.
2: Yeah. I, I now thought of like, Oh wow. Tuka can't play every game until Hudobin's opens back. Or can he? I don't know. So if you have a really good goalie, who's also nursing an injury and you don't really have a backup for him, this is not good. I was kind of, you know, ignoring that huge issue until you kind of went on your promised land uh, speech there. I'm like, ooh,
3: yeah. I think that's what. But I think that's why Zayn is still up here and uh, Malcolm's not, because I think at this point they've seen what they've liked, what they've seen out of Zayn as a backup more than they do uh, Malcolm. And so, hopefully, I mean, I don't barring any more setbacks or any more tweaks of Tuka's injury, I think while Hudobin's out, he's going to probably, they're going to try to play him as much as he can. Just because the the Bruins really haven't had a goalie in a while that they trusted as a backup, really since Tuca
0: was a backup.
2: Uh, the, maybe 2013 Hudobin.
0: Hudobin, yeah. yeah. I yeah. always say his name wrong. Hudobin, yeah. yes. Um, they trusted him, obviously.
2: Of course, it was a shortened season, so you could still kind of really, uh, I guess, ride your starting goaltender and not have to worry about uh, wearing him out because of a short season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, why don't we talk a little bit about Tuca and the the games that he's played? Well, let's talk about more more specifically last game because um, he came back after several games off to play in the Red Wings game and. Wow, that was there were times where that was a real nail biter. There were times where I wanted to kinda punch out somebody on the screen because it seemed like the Red Wings were getting away with shit
1: that they shouldn't have been.
0: Uh, but anyway, why don't we why don't we talk about that game a little
1: bit. Tuka stood on his head. He did. He did stand on his head.
0: And while the
3: game was definitely a barn burner, it was I mean a one nothing game. It's it's get it, that's as um much stress as you can have in really a hockey game. I never once the Bruins went ahead. I didn't think that they were going to relinquish the lead. Like that's the confidence I had in Tuca with the game and how he was playing and having him back. It's um it's amazing what confidence in a goalie can do for your mindset going into a game. Um, and I he stood on his head like you said, and he was phenomenal. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that his first game back that they won.
2: Uh, he only had uh, only had to make 24 saves compared to uh, Jimmy Howard who was w- actually way busier Bruins put up 36 su- shots on goal but Tuca had some really tough ones a lot of redeflections uh, especially the, I, I forget who shot it was a shot from the point but then it was redeflected right in front of Tuca, and he had to quickly move to the glove hand and he wasn't able to catch it he had to bat the, the puck down but uh, and also, too, they they didn't clear out the front of the net many times, so Tuca had to make some, uh, you know, repetitive saves. He he looked awesome. If he was fighting a, an injury last night, you couldn't tell. Yeah, you couldn't tell last night.
0: But I, you know, in the same respect, I'm glad that he has a few days of rest before
1: Oh, has, absolutely
0: if if he is able to go against the Panthers, and I hope he is because even though the Panthers aren't playing as well as they should, uh, they're still going to be tough. Yeah, it was good to see that the whole team seemed to actually be. Together, last night, as opposed to not together, as they've been without Tuca. It seems like they've been a little bit lost without Tuca, and we didn't have David Posternak last night. No, two game suspension. We still don't have him for one more game. I think we should hit on that. We should hit on that suspension a little bit. First of all, I don't think it was warranted. I uh. I I thought. No, I'm telling you. I, I think that. I I, 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 unless this is the new mandate where it's like we just jumped to two games for suspension, I think, you know, I could understand one game maybe, but I don't think that his t- hit was intentional and I don't think he launched himself. And I don't think a lot of things about that um, really, but What you know, I don't agree with a lot of the things that were there, pointed out. But he just, I, I mean, I thought we went fine a game, two games, or whatever. We just jumped to two games here for a guy who, quite frankly, is not going to continue doing this.
3: Well, he is a big bad Bruin, so you never know. But um, in all seriousness, I think I have no problem with the NHL trying to crack down on hits. I just wish they were more consistent with it. It just seemed, they're, the way that they lay down uh, suspensions seems just at random, like spinning a wheel. Oh, yep, two games, sounds good. Like I, I just don't understand the mindset behind it, and I don't. And most of the time, um, they try to explain, you know, what happened and things like that. And I just don't agree with the two games. Um, maybe one, I would say one. I would have gone probably a one-game suspension. Fine. I just don't
2: think that the two was warranted. But
1: I, I don't. I just I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree with the suspension. <laughs> well, now Nick,
2: I, I'm, <laughs> I think I think uh, he's lucky he didn't get three. So I I thought it was a dirty hit. I thought he was. Uh, I mean, he was coming in with way too many steps, way too, uh, to really really check a guy. Um, yes, maybe it wasn't the principal point of contact, wasn't exactly the where where it happened. But it, that would that was a bad bad charge, in my opinion. I know you're. He's running into a guy who's standing still, but I. I to me, it looked like a nasty, nasty hit. Uh, after watching the replay many, many times, I did realize he did not actually leave his feet, but I definitely think he leaned into it a bit too much. I it, think- it just looked... It, it looked... Uh, if it was another player besides Pasternak, maybe someone who's been in the league a bit more, I think uh, many Bruins fans or many NHL fans would be like, oh, yeah, that, that was bad. But I think since it's our boy, especially... Uh, Our sweet little innocent boy, we might be a little bit oversensitive to it. It
0: looked like a hit from a guy who does not deliver hits. That's what it looked like to me. So it looked clumsy. Uh, I didn't think it looked malicious. I think it just looked like he just doesn't do that. You know, he's got a little more weight to him now. But can you honestly sit there and go, oh, yeah, (laughs) Pasta, he's our guy when we need a well-laid... hit somewhere no he's not you know i think that there should have been more discretion i mean how many games did gudas or guda or whatever the fuck his name is how many did he get for the zarnik hit and zarnik was really injured five five games and how many times has he been suspended fined and whatever you don't have to look this up this is rhetorical the question the thing is is that you know that's a a goon that's, that's a guy who makes no distinction about what he should and shouldn't do. I mean, you know, they finally cracked down on Torres and suspended him for half a year for half the shit he does. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's like there are so many people who do things that are so much worse who get suspensions. To me, a five-game suspension for Gudas, who does that regularly was too little. And, positive, too much, if you ask me. Like I said, one game I could see, but really, I'm like, couldn't you just find him and just, I don't know, I just, it seems to me like, be consistent. You know, why did you give him the two games, and is that the new standard? Is that it? Just seems We'll th-
2: find out with the next suspension! Because <sighs> we'll It's hard to say if that is the new standard. I gotta tell I you, mean- I
0: think that under Burke, I think it's been wildly inconsistent. Uh, I liked it when it was Shannaban's. It was just better. Was plus better. Plus the impassioned look on his face when they actually used to show him. Just oh, loved it. It was just, just great video.
2: <laughs> the Department of Player Safety. We have decided to give such and such three game suspension. Yeah.
0: Just a complete blank look on his face. Oh, like, God, oh, yes. I loved it. Just so, like, he's like a robot. I loved it um but i I think under burke i think it's just like uh it's like what spin the wheel whatever the fuck we want to do yeah i'm calling you out patrick burke
1: and that's (laughs) that's the thing with the department of player safety too it's just like you got andrew shaw who was suspended in preseason for something stupid and dirty and then his first game back in the regular season and he slew foots a guy intend to injure starts a fight With, like, 0.4 seconds left, he gets another call to the Department of Player Safety. And they make him take some class on how to play the game safer. And he gets nothing for it. And then Pasta, on his first, like, big hit of his career, gets two. Like, come on. Okay.
0: Now, before we started recording, I asked you to take a look at the... um, Last week, there was a play... Uh, that that led to a crucial goal, the winning goal of the game between the um, Islanders and the Penguins. Um, and it was Boychuk down in the corner with Sidney Crosby. Now, what we yes. know is that from what Boychuk said, uh, Boychuk said that he was, and, and, you know, when you take a look at the video, you can see that he is stunned. Okay. Um, um, basically uh, Crosby is trying to keep the puck away from him and trying to put it in a, in a place and he quickly moves his his elbow up. Now, Bojcik says it connected with his face and, that, and you can see him stumble back. He's kind of like, his stick is gone. He's trying to figure out where everything is and try to get himself together to go uh, actually do his job, you know, defend. Um, but he's too late, you know. After the game... He did say something about that, and I have to actually pull that up, because I want to say his actual... stop that. It's frustrating when you get elbowed in the head and that guy scores the goal. I'm sure if it was reverse, I'd be getting a phone call from the league and a suspension. And their players were asking me, I'm fine, so I guess that's good. But if it was anyone else, they'd be getting a call from the league. Do you think that some people get preference over others? When it comes to an illegal hit or check.
1: Absolutely.
2: Um, Yes. Yeah,
3: Yeah,
1: I I think
0: they do. Because Sidney Crosby is the face of the league, which I guess we should be glad it's not Patrick Kane. But he's the face of the league and no one's going to do anything about whatever shit he does. You know? He can wind his way through games, and he can play very well, too. Um, But, you know, if a call doesn't go his way, you know, he's just going to be terrible about it, honestly. You know, he's going to try to to do anything he can to draw the the penalty. And then when it comes to something that he's done that is wrong, eh, he gets to skate away free. No problem. Come on, guys. I was hoping you'd be a little Uh, more upset about this. It's Johnny! uh,
2: No, it's... I I should be angry, but it's Crosby. Like, are they really gonna do anything to Crosby? He might have to pull out a shiv and stab someone before they do something. Or, you know, go all happy Gilmore, take off his skate and try to kill someone. Yeah,
0: you know, it's like... If somebody looks at him cross-eyed, it's like Mm -hmm. two minutes to the box. It's like... I, I can't stand that i don't like preferential treatment i don't think it's good for the game i don't think it's good for anybody really i mean this is supposed to be i i get tired of the stars getting all of the the good treatment and then everybody else it's like whatever you get the scraps i'm just so tired of it i'm tired of Sidney crosby i don't care how good he is i don't care you know um, what he did in the World Cup of Coffee, you know, because quite frankly, Brad Marchand should have had that MVP because he did more, in my opinion. But it's just like, you know, and then the fucking guy gets a, a con Smythe, Smythe. Oh
2: yeah.
0: And it's like, what did you do? Are you Phil Kessel? Did you wear eighty-one? Oh my God, I just can't stand Crosby at this point, and I can't stand it when he gets the treatment that um, should be equal. He, you know, he, he gets preferential treatment. It just drives me up the wall. And so it's like when I see something like that, where it's like, yeah, the guy got elbowed, but if jo- Johnny Boychuk did that to him, he'd be suspended. You know, oh, drives me up absolutely. the wall. And then put it in context with the the uh, the pasta hit. I'm just like, fuck you, Department of Player Safety. I don't give a shit what you do because everything that you're doing isn't right. It's not above board. You know, I'm just tired of them. I don't really care what they do anymore. You could suspend somebody for half the year if you want. I don't give a shit anymore. You guys are are faulty.
3: I understand what you're saying, and it's definitely not right that players get preferential treatment, but they do. I mean, if if Sidney Crosby is suspended two games for that hit on Boychak, the NHL loses money, and they don't want that. And on the flip side, if Johnny Boychuk did that to Crosby and Crosby's injured, well, they lose more money because that player is injured. Therefore, he's gonna get it as well because it's costing the league money. Anything that costs the league money, they're gonna go ahead and <clears throat> try to save that. They're not gonna they're not gonna do anything to cost themselves money. And that's what they're trying to do. They want Crosby to play. Um I think that it happens in all leagues that team players get preferential treatment. So. I don't
0: think I don't think it's a money argument. I don't really think it is because one, first of all, yeah, all these sports are, are money makers and whatever, and I don't think that Sidney Crosby being out for like two or three games is really going to shift the balance of monies in, in anything. Um, but I think it really does say a lot to the integrity of your game that you won't examine the stars. And hold them to the same standard that you would the role players. There's a lot of things about hockey that is unappealing to the masses, and I don't think a two or three game suspension to Sidney Crosby is gonna mar that any more than anything else, or even a fucking fine to him. You know, I, I just, but I have a hard time getting behind this sport when it's just like they don't wanna treat everybody equally. You know, I mean, in your other sport, You know, Tom Brady got fucking suspended for four games for bullshit. Bullshit. Do you think they were afraid to touch the stars? No, they aren't. Did they think they weren't going to make money? Well, guess what? The ratings are down, but it may or may not be related. You know, it could be that they've they've been doing these stupid-ass things that people aren't getting behind because they're tired of seeing football every single goddamn day. But I'm saying you've got... To take a look at the stars and stop treating them like they're above the law. That's exactly why I hate the NBA. I am so tired of it. I mean, I'm practically yelling about this. I just—it's so bullshit. And it's not just because it's Johnny Boychuk and I love him. It's just if some other guy said that, I would be the same way. But you know. You know that if it were the opposite, if the opposite were true, that guy would be suspended for three games, and that is bullshit. So, this week in suspensions is complete bullshit, in my way of thinking.
2: You know, if Crosby didn't have that random concussion issue to start the season, they probably would have uh, suspended him. Doesn't make it any better, but they probably would have. They feel sorry for him.
0: Sidney uh, Crosby does not need anybody's fucking pity. I, I'm just I'm tired of it You know I just want him to go away Maybe I can If I imagine it enough He'll be gone Oh
1: I'm so <laughs> tired of him I hope that Matthews and McDavid Take the spotlight away from him But Crosby acts like a child And that's the thing Like I remember one This is a few years ago But he got in a fight with someone And when the ref stepped in To kind of break it up He threw like four or five cheap shots Underneath Underneath the player gut And Pretty much punched him in the dick a bunch of times. Of course he did. And it's like, and he got nothing for it. It's like, the
0: fuck is this? Of course he got nothing for it.
1: <sighs> Look.
0: I had to watch a game today where, like, it seemed like every other play, a-, a football player was going off the field, like, oh, my shoulder hurts. And I've come up with a new term orchids. They're orchids. all orchids. Because orchids are like, Notoriously sensitive To environmental things Right You can't touch them too much You can't water them too much You can't have them in the sunlight too much You can't have them do anything Um, And that's what all the players That were on the bills that did that They were all fucking orchids (laughs) I don't think that's an offensive term I'm calling you a plant (laughs) No that's a good term (laughs) I Like, like orchids Orchids are beautiful I love orchids, but they're really, I think it really fits for what I saw today. I'm sorry that I made everything kind of grind to a halt on my rant against uh, Sidney Crosby and the Department of Player Safety and double standards, but I'm just tired of it. It's really, as a person who's trying to get behind your sport, it's really hard for me to do that. All right, why don't we talk about something that's a little bit happier? Mm
2: Beer? Beer? Yeah, I like well, drinking.
0: Why don't we move on to Bear necessities? Because you
1: guys the- want to talk about alcohol.
0: Bear necessities.
1: I love alcohol.
2: I got a, I got a crazy Bear necessities. Can I, can I get it off my chest? Oh yeah, you can.
0: Oh yeah, I know. Well, first of all, welcome back after two weeks away, yes. or three weeks, or five weeks, yeah. or
2: it was only two, six and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> gotta... Do you like
0: all the things that we said about you last week?
2: Yeah, he, he was all appropriate too. <laughs> I can't refute anything. That was good stuff. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Um Yeah. And
0: Anthony, did you enjoy my apology at the, end, the beginning when I said it was a big jerk?
1: I haven't listened yet. Oh, oh you it. are a big. Oh, jerk. come on. I'm gonna listen tomorrow at work. Uh that's what they all I, say.
2: Anyway, I will... That's the good thing. Like, if you can't uh, make one of the episodes, that's what the good thing about it. It's like, ah, I can actually be a fan and listen. Because I don't really, when I'm on the podcast, I'll listen to the beginning because usually VA will do something kind of cool. Um, but then after that's like, oh, I, yeah, I remember, I remember saying that. I remember everyone saying that because I was there. Um, yeah, it's more not-
0: interesting to see what gets cut out, it honestly. Is. Um.
2: Huh. But it's more exciting if you weren't a part of it whatsoever. But anyway, bare necessities. Yeah, why don't you start first, Nick? I'm actually enjoying some Up Dog Kombucha. Um, up dog. Yeah. What is
0: kombucha? What's
3: Up
2: Dog? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Baby, to it! Well, first of all, I'll start with kombucha. It's uh, a drink... That so it's got some little fungus g- growing in there, which kind of makes it all. It's a fungal bacteria symbiont, and it's delicious. It's naturally fermenting too. You know, it's really cool stuff. So it's, there's like point zero zero two percent alcohol in there, but it's an alcoholic beverage. Um, but kids can drink it, so. Uh, i think modella's got more more uh juice in it but anyway it's really really good um i've been getting i like uh ginger ginger ale and typically kombuchas mixed with some other delicious flavors and i i uh, had uh the flavor called nasty woman which is ginger and turmeric uh, and I just really enjoy it. And the company, of course, is Updog. They're um, a bunch of Wake Forest University graduates that make it. And they sell it at a farmer's market right down the street from me. And I'll tag them on Twitter once we release this episode. Oh, my.
0: Okay. Um, I, I never can taste turmeric and everything or turmeric or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. It's like yellow.
2: Yeah, the, the the drink is yellow, actually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I I can never taste it. But I love ginger.
2: But... You like this? You like it? It's basically like a really good ginger ale. You don't really notice that. Yeah, you're you're drinking a fungus with with water.
1: It's
2: okay. I, I will take again. your word. So on... it. Yeah. I um will not be trying
3: this fungus with water ever because it sounds.
2: Well, if you guys ever drink um, beer or alcohol, it, it, there's something that happened there, too.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I understand how yeast yeah. does things. I get it. I, I get it. But um, like um, yogurt, I understand how that works, too. I, I don't understand how kombucha works. Like if I know how it was made, maybe I'll I'll watch how it's made sometime. Oh, that's a great show how it's made. Yeah. I love that I show. I just know
2: it tastes really good.
0: Yeah, for me I, I need to kind of know how things are kinda done sometimes. Like I understand how alcohol is made generally, but but good for you, Nick. You're all <laughs> hippie granola and farmers markety. Yes
2: kombucha starts out as a sugary tea, which is then fermented with the help of SCOBY. Which is an acronym for Symbiotic Culture of Bacteria and Yeast.
0: <laughs> okay, I think Anthony's next.
1: Yes. So, the weather in New Hampshire lately has been absolutely abysmal. It's been cold and rainy, and it actually snowed a couple of days ago. And I was very upset with that, but the cold, rainy, abysmal weather does mean it's time for hot chocolate and I've been craving the fuck out of it so I've been making hot chocolate with butterscotch schnapps in it and it's fucking awesome
0: Okay Yeah, I've done that before All sorts of things
1: Buttershots and... um, I have Goldschlager too I might do that because I'm just about out of butterscotch schnapps um, if you have
0: Kirschwasser, you can put that in there. Um, what else? What else did we like to put in there? I love Kahlua in, in hot cocoa. Bailey's, any of that stuff.
3: Dr. McGillicuddy's? Yeah. Get some mint hot chocolate? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, I have brown
0: But not blue carousel. <laughs> I think that's kind of gross. <laughs> Grand Marnier? Or Cointreau? Yeah, I guess in triple sec, I guess you could do, yeah. Yeah, the so.
1: blue blue doesn't quite work.
0: No, no, it, it doesn't. It should
1: though, being an orange liqueur. But no. it's
0: that blue part that just kind of is gross. Good for you, hot cocoa. Uh, Tim.
3: Yeah. So, um, I'm actually the last couple games, um, I changed it up a little bit, and I'm actually going to continue the trend, um. I've been drinking beer and what I've actually been on a kick with recently is um, Dogfish Head uh, the 90 minute IPA and I really enjoyed it a lot. I've been trying to find some 120 up here and I really can't find it which is unfortunate because I really enjoy that one as well. But yeah, Dogfish Head
2: I drank a lot of that 120 Dogfish Head when I recorded my first EP (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: So it's musically conducive. Sure. <laughs> or you thought you sounded better than you did? No, yep. no, you were fine.
2: The the, the EP um, is is hard to find. Let's just put it that way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Collector's item. Yeah. <laughs> um, I spied in our um. Refrigerator, not in our living room, in our refrigerator. Some beer that Stripes left us. That was a pumpkin beer. That is, I think the beer was put in barrels where rum was aged, and uh, it's so it's going to be like some pumpkin rum barrel ale of some kind.
1: Oh, and so it's like the uh, the whiskey the whiskey beers.
0: Yeah, but uh, the whiskey beers are really harsh. they're they're just they're not for the you might like beer and you might like whiskey but you're you might not like the combination i did not like the combination um, myself Uh, i had the old kentucky bourbon ale Mm -mm. no thanks ouch we ended up using the rest of it for um i think boiling brats we just didn't we didn't care for it but anyway yeah it's kind of the same idea though you're right It's kind of like there's supposed to be some of that rum that kind of comes out in there. So I haven't tried it yet. So that is definitely on tap for this week. I did try that pumpkin ale, and it was weird because it was actually a stout that was brewed with pumpkins, like fresh sugar pumpkins from Ashland, and um, some tart cherries. And it was like, you might get a little bit of that through the stout. But... um, it was not what I thought it was going to be. Anyway, it was good, but it was not what I thought it was going to be. So, hmm. The Witchfinder General. Excuse me. At Medusa. So, but I'm not going to have that. I'm going to have this other stuff that I will find out what it's named later. I just, I found it. In our fridge. <laughs> 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 it's a magical fridge. <laughs> Open up the doors and beer appears. It's wonderful. Yeah, I think that does it for the bare necessities. Yep. God, I feel okay. like there's just been such. I feel like this—the energy in this episode—so weird. Sorry, I got mad. I hate right. stars getting treatment. That's star treatment. Um. Okay. Anyway, so. I think we're just about finished. We should be finished. Nick, because I'm yes? tired of saying this. Why don't you say things about where we can be found and stuff?
2: Okay. So you can find us on the stitcher app. You can of course find us on iTunes. And, um, if you go on iTunes, if you're listening to us there, give us five stars because we're wicked awesome. So please do that. Um, we're about to be on Google Play because um, I'm about to get an Android, and I should be like, "Oh, I want to listen to my uh, myself on my own phone." So we'll be on Google Play really soon. Uh, also, if you want to discuss things, you know, maybe in the morning or during a game, please go to BobbyToBerkey.com. We hang out there on on the internet on that on that website, and of course on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We love being on Twitter. Please contact us on Twitter and give us five stars on iTunes as well. What about SoundCloud? Oh, and we're on SoundCloud. It's kind of our HQ, isn't it?
1: It yeah. kind of is. Yeah. It's where it's where I listen to.
0: It's where I upload it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Although, you know be so fun to have other people edit episodes just to see what they would keep in or not. <laughs> I could see it now. It would be like, Tim's going to be like, fuck it. Everything's good. <laughs> Put in the whole Everything's done
3: <laughs> Best episode ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then we get all the hate mail. <laughs> okay. Tim, you're going to take us out? Word.